Welcome to our three under five series in Mudzinich, where we answer three questions in five minutes. My name is Eric Miller, Director of Product and Investment Strategies, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Warren Highland, the Lead Portfolio Manager in Emerging Market Strategies. Hi, Warren. We're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of Emerging Market Short Duration Strategy. Ten years, this is time to step back for a moment and to go through the structural benefit of having a hard currency emerging corporate allocation in a globally diversified fixed income portfolio. What would you say to an investor that is asking itself how to apprehend emerging corporate asset class today? Thanks, Eric. That was a wonderful introduction. Yes, being slightly biased, I would say this should be a home in every uh, portfolio for a little bit of emerging market hard currency. And we can see that with uh, efficient frontier uh, output that you slightly stretch or improve your risk reward by adding a little bit of EM to your portfolio. And that's because the correlations aren't 100% aligned. People don't really dig into why that's the case, though. And let, let's let's dig a bit deeper in under your favorite sort of analysis, the uh, fundamentals, technicals, and valuation. So from a fundamental point of view, EM is just more diversified. And what I mean by that, you know, the asset class isn't split between IG or high yield. It combines them both. And so this year, it's been a good year for high yield. Maybe next year now, the rate cycle is close to the end. It'll be the year of IG. No need to change in here. We have both in our asset classes. Regionally, um, you know, you, you have Asia and the manufacturing, or as worked well this year, sort of LATAM and Middle East and the sort of the, the commodity giants. And then again, you can break that down further into quasar governments, private corporates, and public corporates. So you just get breadth, depth, and diversification. From a valuation point of view, I mean, our job is to buy risk premiums. And so I want to be paid as much as possible for the risk I'm taking. What risk am I taking? It's leverage. The more a company is leveraged, the more I demand to be paid. And that's where EM credit stands out, because if you look at it on a rating bucket basis, you're paid excessively more than developed market credit per unit of leverage. So you're paid more for emerging markets. And finally, on the technicals, one thing people really worry about moving forward is debt walls, the ability to finance themselves. They seem to forget that emerging markets has that second vehicle to fund itself, local markets. In the case of Asia, 50% of the universe, they're funding themselves significantly cheaper now than what they would if they were in the international dollar market. Thank you, Warren. We've, we've been through a long period of successive macro and geopolitical shocks over the past three years. How did you navigate such episodes of huge volatility in emerging markets? It's a tough question because it was a tough environment, Eric. Um, but I think you can break it down into sort of, you know, strategic themes that presented itself to us uh, over the last two years. So, you know, one theme we've had running across the strategies is invest in the substitute to Russia. So who's going to produce the oil that now Russia can't have? So we go to the Middle East. Or who's going to produce the metals? We go to Latin America. Another strategic theme would be sort of especially for short duration strategies would be the pull to par in this environment they're not affected by interest rates moves they just slowly pull to par which gives you that 
lower volatility, higher Sharpe ratio. It's been a period where actually, as a, as a strategic theme, staying out of the geopolitics has mean investing in India. India's had a wonderful time in, from growth, from inflation standpoints, and you know that's still paying uh, sort of uh, dividends for us within the portfolios. You also then can have the tactical side to uh, investment theme. So we've had opportunities in reopening as China exited its ZERP. We've had opportunities in subordinated banks, you know, as, as we saw earlier this year, but healthy Asian banks didn't uh, follow the same pattern, pattern as Western banks. Pricing power has been a sh nice short-term uh, theme. So look at the education sector. Look at the, uh, the sectors that are linked to contracts that take and pay. Look at sort of the low elasticity, the, the food sector. So that's been a good one. And one that surprises this year, we didn't expect it to work, but tactically it's been very efficient for short duration strategy, is high coupon. People like high coupon. And now you can get coupons in the IG around 7% and coupons in the high yield up to 10%. International finance has a role to play to increase sustainable investing. How do you integrate ESG consideration into emerging market portfolios? Well, if you think about it, the bond investor has a slightly different role. We don't own the company, Eric. Uh, we just lend to them. So it's our responsibility to make sure we lend to the right companies. Uh, and that's important in emerging markets because it's still developing. So we want to make sure it develops on an ESG environment. Um, so we have invested quite aggressively in the strategies across that theme. Um, and it's been rewarding. If we look at sort of supply year to date, it's around 200 billion. Around 50 billion of it, or 25%, is been ESG linked. Um, and it's across the, uh, sort of the globe. We've got uh, in China, UAE, South Korea, Brazil. Um, if there's anything it quite heavily linked to the banking sector, um, but we, where we actually particularly like it is in the renewable sector, the utility sector. And on the other side of it, uh, for companies that aren't responsible, you know, if we don't lend to them, hopefully their cost of funding will rise and they'll get the message they need to improve. Thank you very much, Warren, for joining us today. And once again, congratulations for producing over the past 10 years what we believe are consistent returns through a challenging market environment.